Honey, kids, you are about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. We are thrilled and honored to become part of the Casey Anthony Podcast Network, and we look forward to many great years to come. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some complaints about the abundance of technical terms I've been using, such as skeleton and pumpkin spice latte, so I will try to tone it down a little as we go along. Here to help me with that is our producer, Cameron. Cameron camps out at every water cooler that he can find in order to soak in the latest gossip and trends so he can inform myself and the show about what people are willing to hear. So don't be surprised if you listen back and find that his minute contributions actually help to shape the episode. Also with us is Doochadoo in the house. Later, Cameron tells me that we can expect a guest, so look forward to that. Before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. Quote, Jesus loves you, but Satan does that thing with his tongue. End quote. First of all, thank you so much for reaching out to the Jock Doc podcast with your question. We always appreciate hearing from our listeners, and today is certainly not an exception. Though I am not sure uh, that I quite understand the question or its context. Well, I mean, a tongue is medical. That's okay. It is a part of the body. So, uh, so the the question seems like that to me. It sounds like they're trying to give me advice, like like choosing between Jesus and Satan. Or do you think they're criticizing your tongue skills? Oh, saying that Satan does that thing with his tongue. Yeah, but you don't. So this is a... Okay, so I should work on my speaking and my tongue skills. Okay, thank you to our listener then. Uh, I, I didn't realize that that I was lacking in that specific area. I think they're suggesting to try to emulate Satan. In, in the tongue. And maybe other areas. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I I never saw Satan as a figure to be admired. Oh, you've seen Satan? Okay, no, no. I have you seen? You're saying it a little oddly. Well, I'm just saying, like the last time I saw him, you weren't there. So, so you have. And he said he's never met you. So, just saying that. I'm sorry. So you you've met Satan? I've. 
we we're in the same fantasy league. Okay. Okay. So you guys hang out? Like, what do you guys I've, talk about? I haven't about? met him in person. We're just in the same fantasy league. So okay. we have, you know, a, a group text going on. And you've asked, do you know Dr. London? Yeah. And he's like, nah, man. Yeah, like, he said, huh? Because uh, probably out of context, given that it's a fantasy league. I don't know. I feel like that's adding more context to a huh. Okay. Trying to guess, you know? Okay, fair, fair, sorry. Well, anyway, to answer the listener, um, I do appreciate the sentiment. Uh, so, so I'll try to work on my my speaking skills, which I, I guess Satan seems to have more of. Um, and I'm gonna focus on. Uh, yeah, he's great in the fantasy chat. Again, I have not met him, so to say he's a great speaker, I don't know. Okay. But through text, he's a riot. Okay. All right, well, uh, once again, thank you for reaching out. Now for a tale from the hospital. We had a patient who came in because of an episode of syncope, or passing out, while they were at church. If someone has an episode of syncope at church, it can be important to ask what denomination they belong to, because some more charismatic denominations may have unusual traditions to bear in mind that could have some effect on their clinical course. When I spoke to the patient's wife, she said, Well, we were at church, and during the second song, he was laying on the ground, not moving. A friend of ours there is a nurse, and she couldn't find his pulse for two minutes. He wasn't breathing neither. Then, another churchgoer sprinkled some frankincense on his chest. It weren't much, but he did wake up after that. So, in the patient note, we later documented it as, quote, regained consciousness following administration of frankincense, end quote. Considering how little frankincense was reportedly used, one has to wonder what would have happened had a higher dose of frankincense been administered. Now for today's topic, dilated cardiomyopathy. First, uh, let me break down those words a little bit. Dilated cardiomyopathy. So if you've heard the term dilated pupils, it is referring to a lengthening of those pupils in diameter, so making them bigger. Uh, so dilated means... Well, I mean, if you don't trim them, yeah. I'm sorry, the pupils. So this is the... Yeah. This is like the... Yeah, I understand. The length can get kind of crazy if you don't... like you know, do basic maintenance. Well, okay, so you don't usually trim your pupils because that's where you see out of I mean, in your you eye. you might not. I do. I try to. They're, these are very sensitive areas. So if you, have you tried, have you tried cutting at your eye? Is that what you're saying here? I'm saying I, I trim my pupils. Oh, Okay. So we're referring to the the eyes on on the head. Hey, trust me. If someone's looking at my pupils, it's it's all eyes, or you know, all all of their eyes are on my pupils because they're so meticulously maintained. Right. Okay. So, uh, so dilated means that something is enlarged, and cardio refers to heart. Myo refers to muscle, and path refers to something bad, like an illness. 
So dilated cardiomyopathy refers to the muscle of the heart being lengthened to such a degree that it is bad. It's, it becomes an illness. So the, the heart is normally like squeezing, uh, it's a squeezing muscular ball, but in dilated cardiomyopathy, that muscular pumping ball has been overloaded with too much blood for too long. So it, it stretches out to accommodate. Which is good. That's what you want for a muscle. Well, it has to stretch, but then it also has to be able to contract to the same size. No, you don't want your muscles to go back to the same size. What's the point of working out then? So, Well, in the heart, it's, it's a little bit different because if it gets to be the too The heart big, is a muscle. Yes. The goal of every hot human being is to have bulging. Every muscle just bulging out of their body. Okay. We and- should be looking toward to make our heart as big as possible well for the for the showy muscles not to mention true. your heart's bigger you can love more right the grinch uh, that uh-huh. see that was a fictional take that wasn't actually an, an anatomically correct movie in that oh regard. so you're saying the grinch has some sort of disease because his heart grew three times that day i i would have been not that he's just worked out his heart properly well, and his heart workout was, he did exercise, but I, from what I understand in the movie, it was more about how much love he had given, which no, 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 no. doesn't. He, he was climbing up and down that mountain right. a ton. Which he hadn't done in a which long time. Which strengthened his heart, made it grow three sizes. Then he finally had the capacity to love. So the, there isn't, to my knowledge, there isn't a strong correlation between a heart muscle size and one's ability to love. Don't listen to Dr. London. You want Grinch heart, Grinch heart, number one heart to have, uh, be like the Grinch. And so when it gets too overloaded with too much blood for too long, it stretches out and that actually makes it worse at squeezing. It's like, uh, like when you inflate a balloon a lot and it does not deflate to the same size after all that stretching. So, so I don't know, if, Cameron, if you see, it's not so much that it's more muscular, it's just that it got stretched too far so that the muscles, uh, the actin myosin Yeah, because the muscles got so big and strong. Right. And so, you keep saying, oh, but if it deflates, then the sac is going to be like a different size, like a balloon. But if you keep working out, it's not going to deflate. It's going to keep getting stronger. You're going to have double Grinch heart. Double Grinch heart. Yeah. Okay. So patients... Six times the size of a normal heart. Okay. So so patients... That's the dream for every hot person. Just saying. Can present with shortness of breath, especially on exertion, difficulty breathing when laying down, and other symptoms of heart failure. Failure is just a lesson, really. You know what I mean? Unless you quit... But if you're not a quitter, failure is just a teaching tool to help you succeed the next time. Okay, but so I totally failure, get what you're saying. You know, you're trying to work out your heart, and you keep failing. You keep failing. You keep maybe you're you're putting on too much weight. Maybe you're not able to uh, sustain. Maybe you don't have the stamina to sustain the workout. But but okay, because heart failure. If your heart fails, you die. I don't that's think that's thing. what I was gonna say. I said, but, and I'm not sure what I'm about to say next, but I don't think it was what you just said. Because the point that you were getting at was that 
uh, failure doesn't mean that you should give up. That's correct. Yes. But what now, I'm you saying... You have finally said something so smart. God, that's so smart. <laughs> Dr. London, I appreciate you. So the issue with that is that... You know what? I'm going to stop egging your car. That was you. Y- yeah. Well, not every single time, but... What, what about the other times? I... I, there have been times where I've shown up to egg your car and it's already been egged. I don't know by who. That's not my business. I imagine you would probably know more than me. Because I've stopped. I've At first, I was getting my car washed every day because this won't stop happening. Yeah. You know, it could be the guy who works at the car wash trying no. to drum up some business. He'd have to follow me home. Easy. What, what do you mean Easy. It, you know, he'd have to leave work at whatever time. Like he'd have to track me and go to my home. Easy tracker. Just put a tracker on you. I have a tracker on you. I know where you are at all times. What? Yeah. Like on my car or on me on my person. Hmm. Let's see. How much should I tell you about this? I feel like if I, you know where the tracker is, it ruins the point of the tracker. Yeah. But so. I I would like you to stop doing that. What'd you get at Trader Joe's yesterday? I saw you were there. I. That's right. I know what you're doing. Well, you know where I'm going, not yeah, what I'm doing. Trader Joe's. By the, the way, shop for traders. By the way, open to sponsorship on this show. All right. Well, and speaking of sponsors, uh, Cameron, do we have a sponsor today? Yes, we do, Dr. London. All right. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited about the sponsor. You know those food delivery services? Like there's Blue Apron, HelloFresh. They send you a meal every single day. You yeah, pay you a get flat to, like, rate. Cook for it. Cook it up. It's like easy, proportioned ingredients, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's pre-prepped, easy directions, easy yeah, to follow. And it's like healthy too, yeah. This is a new company I'm very, very excited about. They send you daily meals that are organic, healthy, no preservatives. It, I mean, it's the real deal. It yeah, sounds, it sounds great. It sounds pretty good to me. And we and, got them as a sponsor. Yeah, and the, and the best part is, how, how much do you think it costs? A thousand dollars? No, well, no, like per month, you mean? Or no, I mean it. It only costs three dollars a meal. Oh, that's which is pretty great. Yeah, it's really good. That that honestly doesn't even sound sustainable. That sounds very good. It, it just sounds like a great deal. Um the the service the the service is called Billy's Bunkhole Sauce. That's a, that's an unfortunate name. I think it maybe it's it's maybe kind of one of those old timey phrases that just hasn't aged well. Maybe it meant something back when this company started. You think you a, think that as a different operation, maybe pre-internet or something like that. You think that bunghole sauce? I I, I don't used know, to mean something good. Let me let me. I I gotta read this ad read. Sorry. Uh, okay. For only three dollars a plate, you get real, non-processed, healthy meals for a fraction of the cost of eating out and a fraction of the time of cooking in. You'll want to slap your billy around to get to the bunghole sauce flowing. Subscribe today. I'm sorry. The slap the what? You'll want to slap your billy around to get the bunghole sauce flowing. Subscribe today. That's what it says on when the they, When they say billy. Look, man. This is like our first real sponsor. Well, I know. I, d- I don't know if this is something I feel comfortable with. With our, we have to both say that we want 
Billy's bunkle sauce in our mouth. I look, I know. I look, this mm, doesn't seem to mm, tasty. I want Billy's bunkle sauce right in my mouth. I don't think that I want to say that because that's so we're a medical education podcast. Sure. And so if our advertising eating is medicine or something, it's like medical ish, right? I mean, diet and exercise are yeah, it's the same significant thing. aspects. Eating of, is part of the umbrella of your job. You yeah. tell yes. people what they should and should not eat. And right now, I need you to tell people that they need to eat Billy's bunkhole sauce and when you or say face eat, the consequences. I don't know what that means either. It's, it's part a of the sauce. It's not. It doesn't even sound like a food. It's just a sauce. If and I were to, if I were to take a guess, I would say this to, company maybe started as a sauce. And then at some point pivoted to a food delivery service. But the food is still just a sauce. And you have to slap whatever I don't Billy know what the is. Food is. I know it's organic. I know it's healthy. I know there's no preservatives. I know it's non-processed. I, and then I know that it. the ads suggest that you're supposed to slap your Billy around to get the bunghole sauce flowing. Slap your own Billy around? I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Is Billy referring to a... Like a body part, or is it? I can only assume, but it's not connected to the bunkle. That's why I'm saying this has to be an old phrase that we don't understand. That's I, why. That's why you know, be a little more comfortable with it. But I do need you to say, "I'm going to slap my Billy around to get the bunghole sauce flowing right into my small little mouth." That's what I, it says. That's what you're supposed to read. I, I need to, I need to slap. My Billy around to get the the bunghole sauce. Yep. Right into my my little mouth. Subscribe today, and they'll say subscribe. Subscribe today. and what are they even subscribe today? But what are they? It's a subscription service. Yes, like HelloFresh, Blue okay. Apron. So they, they subscribe to the. It's like a monthly service, but it's daily, fresh meals. I. D- well, I I did say it. I I just don't can't take it back. It says in the ad read, you can't take it back. All right. Well, th- thank you. I guess to 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 was is it Billy's? It's bungle? Billy. Yeah. Billy's. What do you mean? It's Billy. No, it, it's Billy's bunghole. Billy's bunghole yeah. service. Okay. Well, yeah. Thank you for for sponsoring us. Uh, please. Any other sponsors out there? We we could use some something that you know, like scrubs, you know, something like that. Anyway, thank you to our sponsor. All right, Cameron, uh, do we have a guest today? We absolutely do, Doctor London. Okay, sounds great. Let me just go get him. Uh, Okay. Okay. Well, you're tapping with your hands there. Hey. Hey. It's me. Okay. Yeah, Cameron. I'm the guest. So, oh. So can. Okay. So Cameron, are you are you just doing a voice? What? No. No. I'm I'm a guest. I, I'm the guest. Okay, I'm a cause... different guy. I'm not the first guy. Cam- who's who is Cameron? So today you had told me specifically 
that you had someone coming in. What? I've, I'm just meeting you now. I didn't tell you anything. You told me. I'm you... a new guy. So when you went to go get this guest, you, sorry, Cameron, wherever you are, who, you, you left. Who is that? So I don't get to talk to Cameron now. I have who, to talk to. Who is that? Okay. Okay. Hello, sir. Hello. What is your name? Um, my name is Tank. Okay, Tank. Uh, do you have a last name, or just is Tank your last name? Um, should Should I call you Mister Tank? Look, man, you just gotta you gotta give you gotta give me this. I need this. I. Okay, so. So just kind of like lay off the difficult questions. I don't know my last name. Just gotta you just gotta. I'm, I'm I'm I've been going through a really hard time right now. I just need you know. I think this could be my big break. Uh, your big brink would be being on this podcast just as a guest as opposed to a co-host producer type. Well, yeah, I'm thinking this tank guy maybe could be like spin off into like its own podcast or something. I'm not sure. Okay. But you just got you got to trust me. Okay. Oh, who was just talking right there? I oh, that that's confusing me. Okay. I'm uh, Tank. Okay. No tank. last name. Okay, Tank. Oh, like Cher or any of those? I no. Cher has a last name. She just professionally goes by Cher. So you're saying you were? Originally... I, I was never given one. Okay. Well, that is interesting, Tank. Yep. So you were never given a last name. What did you, your parents? What name did they go by? Like, did they have a last name? Um, and they just decided not to bestow that upon you. Well, one of my moms was mom one. Okay. Other mom was mom two. Other mom was mom three. Okay. Normally, normally parents, there's, there's one mother who like was your genetic, you know, like Uh blood by blood, your mother. Um, so you had three mothers. Well, I had a lot more. I I imprint pretty easily when I was younger, so I would just see people and kind of declare them my mother. Okay, so so I have like eighty mothers. So this is an interesting medical thing. So um yeah, well just to explain for our listeners, imprinting uh, a thing that it's like a duck. Yeah, with ducks, that that's a thing where um you know a duck might see. It's like the first thing it sees becomes its mother. What's a duck? Does, do you think? My guy knows what ducks are. I feel like it's pretty common to know. Okay. Oh, I know what ducks are. So, but unlike with ducks, we don't have, humans don't have imprinting as a part of their. Well, I definitely, I mean, I just said I have 80 moms. That must have happened for some sort of reason. Don't think you said 80. Yeah, I think I did. And uh, it had to have happened. And it happened for the reasons I stated previously. Which is imprinting. Okay. So did you have, like, do you know who gave birth to you? Yeah, that, uh, I think it was mom six. Okay. So you saw, you, she was a sixth person you saw. The yeah. Sixth. Okay. Uh, what about your father? Could you tell me about him? Uh, that's interesting. You assume that a family unit must have a father. That's uh, really interesting, Dr. London. Do you want to elaborate on that? Okay, so... In order to... Um, that you per- think a family unit must have a paternal aspect? 
I wasn't asking specifically it's very about- interesting in this day and age to have that kind of assumption. Okay, to clarify, I was not speaking- I'm of- Tank. <laughs> I know what ducks are. To clarify, I was not talking about the family unit. Unit. I was speaking more about uh, genetically where, um, because to, to make a person, you have the, the genes of the father and the genes of the mother. You have the X and the Y genes. That kind yeah. Of together, XX and XY. Do you see how that, that's what I meant. It wasn't okay. picking at that. Okay, so what brings you here today, Tank? Um, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't have a job. Okay. So, so, so you're on here to find a job? Yeah, or? I mean, yeah. Do you have a job? That'd be great. No, no. We, uh, the only potential, like, even even Cameron, who was here earlier. Who? Who is this man you keep mentioning? So Cameron is our producer. He, oh, what is that? Or I probably know what a producer is, right? I'm not sure. He, uh, I don't know if Tank is ever on a podcast, so I don't know if he would know. Well, if I wanted to spin off into his own podcast, he should probably know. I know what a producer is. Don't try to tell me. Okay. All right. Do you want to tell me what a producer is then? Uh, not really. Okay. So you're looking for a job. And what I was saying about Cameron is that Cameron, uh, he's our producer. Uh huh. Who? Who is this man? Okay, we're gonna we'll move on from there then. All right, what kind of uh, what kind of skill sets do you have then? As a and un- you're an unemployed person looking for a job, what could you contribute um, in a job? Well, I like ducks. Wait, did we decide that I d- like ducks or that I, I I know what ducks are? Right? You just took on an attribute of a duck. But you, I know I know what ducks are. You know right? what ducks are. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Oh yeah. Big fan of ducks. Huge. Okay, okay so that, that is your skill set. Yeah, that's skill number one. Okay, that you like ducks. Uh-huh. That, I'm so, good with knots. Okay, okay. So you could do like, a, I don't know, a, a lot of the, um, sailors are known for... Yeah, I can you know. do a sailor knot. I can do an anchor knot. Okay. I can do like a, like a Sally, Jesse, Raphael knot. Oh, okay. So you know a lot of. So it sounds like you could really you could work on a like a sailing ship. Maybe. Yeah, but I'm afraid of water. Afraid I'm, of? I'm a I'm tank. I would just sink. Okay, so is that? I can't swim. Is that where your name oh. came from? Yeah, because I'm heavy. Tank. Okay. Well, I'm dense. Okay. I'm not physically large, but I'm extremely heavy. Okay, that's that sounds odd. Okay. Um, but anyway, I guess, I mean, I guess the main thing that I can tie really well, unfortunately, is a hangman's noose. Huh. Okay. Well, that sounds... You ever played that game, Hangman? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? No, I, I know without even playing the game, because uh, the game is just a game where you add parts to a person yeah. and hangman who, uh, and it's based on like filling in the blanks sure. and a word. It's like Wheel of Fortune, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. So, but your not tying isn't related to that, correct? It's more of a just tying a hangman's knot. My not tying's not related to what? Wheel of Fortune? No. Nor the game Hangman? 
Mm, I mean, yeah. By I loved name. that game so much as a kid. Oh, is that what inspired you to... Oh, wait. Yep. I'm so, so what What job did you have previously? Um. The- well, I would pull a big lever. Lever. Okay. Is that... Was that the whole... Is that... That's the job? Uh, I mean, big part of the job. So normally... In a job like that sounds like, oh, have you been replaced by automation then? Because a lot of simple manual jobs, uh, they, they've been replaced by robots. Yeah, it's been automated. Okay, so now what? What? What was the lever for? Did you? Well, like, was it to turn on a machine? Let's just say you'd pull the lever, and then that hangman's not noose I was talking about before would do its job. You, uh, Tank, were you a hangman? The, uh, that's, I mean, that's not what we called ourselves. What, uh, executioner? Yeah. Okay, I guess, is hangman the term for the person hanging? I think hangman's like a children's game that we were just discussing. So you were previously an executioner. Yep. Is that where were you employed? Because I don't see that job coming. The up hospital. There. What the house? Which hospital? Uh, John Hopkins. They employed you as an executioner at Johns Hopkins. Yeah, to take care of the people who were maybe acting on a ruley, not listening to nurses and stuff. So there, there's medication for that though. Yeah, the ultimate medication. Okay, so noose around your neck. Okay, that's, I'm Tank. Right. I know what ducks are. Right. No, and you. And I tie knots. Well, yeah, and you said I that. I deserve my own podcast. All right, and so what? I guess we can go into the, what would your podcast be about? Because you say the the job that you were used to before was. I guess hanging people. Yeah, and then they automated it. John Hopkins has automated the process of executing its patients. I, Unfortunately. That's just kind of the society we live in. When you say unfortunately. These people like Elon Musk and whatnot are investing billions of dollars into AI and automation just to replace our jobs. Okay. It, this doesn't sound like I've never heard of that being a thing at a hospital. Like not in modern history. Have you been to Job Hopkins? Job uh, Hopkins? Not, no, not in person. No. Well. So that's that is happening there. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, if any of our listeners are from there, I would love to hear about sort of what goes on with that. But for now, we have this guest here. So, uh, Tank, what? Uh, you keep bringing up this podcast that you yeah. want to do. What do you want to do? Like, what would you talk about on the podcast? What would be your sort of premise, your pitch? Well, you know, like how in this show you do like tales from the hospital and yeah. you talk about patients you interacted with. It'd be like that, but with people you execute. Yeah. Like funny stories. Are like they... this one time, this okay. guy. Like, right before I pulled the lever, he, like, I guess he was nervous, and he, like, sneezed and tooted at the same time. It's 
funny. We all laughed. It, then I pulled the lever and he, you know. He died. Yeah. The, he was rude to the nurses. So your your podcast would be talking about times whenever people uh, said or did something funny right before you executed them. That's the premise. We could talk different types of ropes and maybe we could talk different types of like hoods, you know, because I wear like a hood. You've got to like protect your identity when you're when you're, yeah, when you're executioner. executing people so their families don't get mad because their families are there. Okay. We invite them. You invite them. They get an evite. Why do you invite them? Oh, I assume they want to see, say goodbye. Well, I the latter part, sure, but I, the whole concept still seems very strange to me. But uh, on on the executing misbehaving patients, I mm-hmm. mean. So, on the former part, uh, so you talked about talking about the hoods. Like, do you mean like hangman fashions? Like executioner fashion trends. Well, yeah, but there's one fashion. It's the hood. Right. Okay. So the hood. What sort of changes would you talk about, or like, what would you talk about? Like, just it's a black hood, correct? Yeah, but you can get it in like small or medium or large. So you'd have episodes. Episodes of the podcast. You would talk about how maybe you could do like a crazy design on it. Like maybe you could have a duck. Like we talked about before, maybe okay, to have like a, I don't know, like another animal, like a dog or a turtle or something. So just changing up the, uh, yeah, the look. Yeah, of, you can just put whatever you want on there. As long as you like favorite bands or something. Okay. Like bumper stickers. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. Put bumper stickers on it. I guess. I it seems like you would run out of content for your podcast pretty quickly, though, because I don't know that... What do you mean? Well, I don't know that hoods... What the hell are you talking about? I'm know, Tank! I don't, I don't know that customizing... Is that how I was talking before? I, you, sort of. Okay. So I... I I'm Tank! Is that okay, right? No, that, I'm changed Tank! It. Go no, ahead. I'm have, Tank! He didn't have an accent before. Okay, so he indubitably. So it seems like you'd run out of content for a podcast if you talk what because there aren't a lot of executioners left to my knowledge. Like it seems like that's a dying trade like you said. Well, well it's not necessarily uh, trying to appeal only to other ex- executioners, but maybe, you know, other people vaguely interested in the trade. Um, why would they be interested in the trade though? If if it's a dying trade, like it, there's no room for employment, and what you're talking about is very specific to that. Yeah, maybe they're just maybe maybe my stories that I'm telling are funny and interesting enough. That's that's not right. Maybe I'm maybe I'm maybe I'm was that it? Maybe I'm no, none of these are your your. Mm. You're talking. Maybe I'm. Maybe people would be interested in the executioner stories that I'm telling, which are just about someone who says something funny or weird before they die. Yeah, or maybe you know, like 
they're like the one of their family members is there and like maybe like someone at the hospital is like pulling pranks on them or something that could be something well that sounds a little bit more like what our podcast does with bringing up clinical anecdotes like something strange happens at the hospital and then we talk about that yeah this is more like but this is just more like people playing pranks on on the family members of these people we're executing uh, could you give me an example of that? Because it, it sounds like a you very... Just push them over. Oh, okay. I was going to say it sounds like a very difficult time for the families. Like they'd be grieving. That's the best time to pull a prank. It seems like it'd be a terrible time because they wouldn't be receptive to that type of humor. Well, yeah, but it's not for them. You don't prank people for them. Do you... it for the YouTube video. So you record it? What, hold on. Do you record the the hanging as well? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Cameron, this character seems kind of dark. What? I'm friends with ducks. How can I be how how can how can I be dark? Most do you do you do you think it's too dark to get get sponsorships if I make this into a podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, what I was expecting today was think, I mean, do you think I should like like have something saucier, like a hook. Like, do I bring like sex into it, or do I bring like? I don't think so. Like something like that, or is that what you're saying? Like it couldn't be a podcast because it's not like edgy enough. I think it's so niche that you won't find listeners because executioners aren't really a job that people can relate to very well. Or do I need? Do you think maybe if I united people around like hatred, like a, like hating someone, that would bring in an audience it that could but that, that wouldn't be a good audience uh, at, at this job you know how we were talking about like hoods and stuff before you we, we wear the hoods and we can make them designer designer hoods yeah well those hoods i we only wear black hoods at our executioner jobs okay and you know who sucks y- people who wear white hoods oh okay, okay so you're going into you're you're gonna talk about race racism. I I mean no. I don't think the color of hood you wear has anything to do with your race. Okay, but this is interesting though. Do you want to talk about this? Does this tie into your your view of what a family unit is? Do they are they a particular color to you, Doctor okay. London? No, I. Uh, interesting. What? So so white hoods are famously worn by the Ku Klux Klan. Which is who? It's it's a race. Who is that? Tell me. So that's a a group that's based on racism. That they they target African American people, and they're they're traditionally uh, white people, Caucasian people, who target African American people um, and commit crimes against them, and believe that they are uh, an inferior people. Yeah. So. So I don't think that going into the territory of bringing in the the hoods, like changing them to white hoods or something would be very good because then you would bring up that. You don't think it would comparison. be a good for the podcast to speak negatively about the KKK? You think we should be speaking positively about them or no. avoiding the subject altogether? Uh, avoiding, I, it doesn't seem, sure, you can say KKK is bad, white hoods are bad. I just don't know that that would be like necessarily the best uh thing to fill up a podcast like i i prefer more mild th- like more nice things you know 
Like, those guys, those the, the, these these white hood KKK guys. Let me tell you, they they're not professionals. They're basically freelancers. That's your problem with them. Yeah, just do it for fun. There's no artistry in it, you know. So, but your artistry, you said, is pulling a lever. Yeah, and then sometimes pulling a prank on like the family members, or like maybe tickling their the guy I'm about to execute's nose with like a feather to get him to sneeze. Okay, so well, on that, so you your problem with the KKK with white hood wearers is that their 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 work ethic is different from yours. Yeah, same job in a way. I guess they don't. They famously, I, I don't remember them being known for pulling levers so much as, as the hanging. For, it, it's like it's a very touchy, like uncomfortable. You think maybe thing this to is too about. dicey of information to to get into? I don't see that really fitting with our podcast, which is a medical education podcast. You don't think there's something Mexico, medical about executing patients at a hospital? I. I it becomes medical, but I don't think it necessarily should be a part of what we teach you because we're more about lifestyle changes here. This is a lifestyle, and how to how to improve your health as a person. This is healthy. The lever's hard to pull. It builds so, muscles. Sure. Okay, but that once again, you, that's also been automated, so that's not really yeah, that's true. So much a part of your job anymore, right? Which is why I'm trying to get into podcasting because I don't have a job. And you're going to use your work history. Well, okay. Yeah. What have you thought of a name for your podcast? Uh, yeah, just probably like uh, like I execute people. Please listen to my podcast. Okay, that that that's the full name. Yeah. I think if I ask people to listen to the podcast in the title, it'll probably get people to listen to it. Okay. You think people read the full name of a long name yeah. and then make their decision on whether to listen? Yeah. Okay. Well, From what I've seen with other attempts at podcasts, they are not getting people to listen to it. And, and I that's think, why. I think maybe that's what's missing. Admittedly, our podcast doesn't ask people to listen. And we do get guests like... Like you, yeah. so well. I it's been great having you on, Tank. Yeah, it is. Has uh, been, and uh, I enjoy. We look forward to hearing from you. Maybe not have you on so much, but we'll hear from you again. Maybe whenever you have a successful podcast. Uh, uh, probably not, cause I'm gonna use the lever on myself. Okay, no, don't. No! Well, that's not a lever sound. Cameron, are you back? Oh, yeah, I'm back. Oh, man, sorry I was gone for so long. I went to the market to get apples. Uh, you don't have any apples. Four apples. I ate them on the way home. Okay. Well, um, you missed our guest, Tank. Oh, but was I, he crazy? Not really. Hmm. Uh, but thank you, Tank, for being on the show. Thank well, thank you, Cameron. I guess for being on earlier. Yep. Um, and thank you, uh, DJ Dylan. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>
And uh, my name is Dr. London Smith.com. This has been the Jock Doc Podcast. Adios. Thanks for listening to the Jock Dog Podcast. Before you move on and decide to start your own podcast, please remember that just one new podcast out there would effectively wipe us out. We're we're hanging by a thread here. Don't do it, folks. And Cameron can barely keep it together as it is. Honestly, if you have a podcast, for your own sake, shut it down. Because you don't want to know what happens if you don't shut it down. And like, on a to our listeners cameron's always trying to cry even though he can't cry on demand and the strain of that is crippling for him Uh, please please subscribe to the jock dog podcast and go ahead and leave a five-star review with tips for making cameron cry because it's painful to watch too and be sure to message friends and foes with a link to your favorite episode or just to po- jockdogpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Uh-huh.